<laughs> Yo, welcome back to the soon to be number one podcast on Spotify, the Nothing But Flow podcast. I'm Dominic. I'm Sean. And uh, episode two. Episode numero dos, man. We said we'd be more consistent week apart. Wow. Like, what a difference one week and five months is, eh? My God. It, huge. 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 If Bob. I was good at math or if I just had any sort of memory, uh, I would say the amount of days uh, difference it is. But, nope, I'm, I'm just not going to even attempt. But, you know, it's all good. Huge, Bob. Huge. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> We got uh we got quite an interesting uh interesting variety of topics to talk about today. Yeah, I think we should just get it out of the way, Sean. <laughs> let's just let's just get it out of the way here. Uh, Address the elephant as, in the room. As as uh, Edna Mode once said, "I'm not happy, Bob. Not happy." And I don't know if a saying from any movie is as more accurate as that as to how I feel about the Vancouver Canucks right now. Wow. Um, great start. We, uh, saw a glimpse of the Brock Besser revenge tour in its full glory. Uh, we saw, I thought the Canucks had a heck of a game, uh, in game one. And I thought Braden Holpe was really sharp. And quite frankly, I, I don't know what happened. It just, it all went downhill really fast. And there were a lot of problems, you know. After the first loss, I'm like, okay, we're only one one to know. After after loss two, I was like, okay, well, you know, it's I'm mad, but you know, Miller should be back soon. You know, it's okay. Miller comes back the next game, and I'm thinking, oh my god, we're gonna win, and then we get smoked. And Dominic, you you uh, and I were both watching virtually, obviously, and uh, well. You can tell the people how mad I was. <laughs> yeah, you were. Uh, did you turn it off? I know you left. Uh, you left all home. I turned it off for like two seconds. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard sometimes, but um, yeah, Sean, Sean, you were uh, you were not happy. I'll tell you that. Well, I w- I kept on going. Going on. I kept on going and going. Listen. I don't know what's happening, and it's it's three problems, right? It's our it's our top guys; they're not performing. It's our power play, and our penalty kill. Yeah, the special teams is really what's killing them. They're actually um, at an even goal differential, five on five. So. Yep. No, they're doing fine, five on five. On the power play, they're like zero for fifteen. I'm pretty sure. Which they were the fourth best power play in the NHL last year. And for some they reason, great. for some reason, Pedersen isn't shooting the puck. Which we'll, we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, uh, Quinn Hughes is like the only guy on that power play and Brock Besser. Only two guys I've seen on that power play that shoot. Yeah, it's getting pretty brutal. I mean, Pedersen's been shooting it, but not towards the net. What, one shot in like three games or four games and uh he's been shooting it onto the tape of besser yeah and also one went way over the net but uh yeah man and you know miller came back i thought miller played all right obviously shaking off rust but what really angers me is the fact that you know we're not playing well uh well i think our goaltending has been fine that is that is um yeah, I don't think Holby and Demko have been bad at all. Really. Yeah, they've they've, they've been far from bad. They've been far from bad, and it's 
I don't even think our defense has been half bad. It's our offense that's absolutely killing us. Yeah, that's the one thing. That's the one thing that should be propelling us over other teams is our is how good our offense is. You know, our top line needs no explanation. I think that Horvat, Pearson, and Hoaglander had a heck of a first game, and then the only player I've even noticed on that line for the past three games is Niels Hoaglander, and that's saying something. The guy's a rookie. Uh, yeah, it's it's bad. It's really bad, and uh, and I know we're only four games in, and that's why I'm really confident. Yeah, but so I'm not too worried about it because it's only four games in. Obviously, it's putting them quite far down the standings because you only compete against your own division this season. Obviously, the COVID season, but um, yeah, I'm not too too worried yet. I don't think it's time to panic too much yet. <clears throat> if you look at last year. Pedersen had a goal and an assist in four games. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I was um, actually thinking about that earlier. I don't I don't think it's time to hit the panic button yet. I'd say give it because it is a shortened season, I think, you know, if we get 10, 10, 15 games in here and they're still looking like this, I think there's gonna have to be something done because this is this just isn't really acceptable for what their team is. I, I don't think that they're a top-tier team in the league, but they're playing like a bottom-tier team, aside from goaltending right now. Yeah, I agree. And uh, if this keeps, uh, you know, if this keeps happening, what I think Benning needs to do... Well, first of all, if this keeps happening, Jim Benning's probably going to get fired. Uh, yeah. Like, if we don't have a good season this year, he's 100% getting the axe, which, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily mm, mind. I don't know if he'll get it at the end of the year. I think it'll definitely put him on the hot seat. Oh, no. Like, if we don't have a, a good year this year, like, if we don't make playoffs and we have a rough start to next year, it'll definitely be him getting the axe because I don't think Travis Green is to blame for this. I don't I, – I, at least I hope not because I'm yeah. a big Travis Green fan. But the thing is, right, it's – Really, all it comes down to is our top six and our special teams. That's it. Because I'm sorry, uh, the Mott Beagle Sutter line should not be our best line, and it is. Yeah, and Mott has not good. No, he he sold uh, he sold us two straight games. Yeah, and. Latter half of Edmonton beginning at Calgary, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. But man, like yeah. it was, it's frustrating. It, it because again, I'm not hitting the panic button. I'm just aggravated knowing that I know we can be so much better than what we're showing. And I, like again, like we like last night against Calgary, we put up. 17 shots in the first we had we outshot them i think 17 to 4 we were completely dominant yeah, they looked really good in the first. and then for some reason i don't know what happened it all fell apart yeah calgary scored two goals in like a minute and yeah. then it just the the thing i'm holding on to and i know we have to play montreal in the, in the next three games they're doing really well right now but that that has to stop at some point and i don't know if it's going to stop against us but Realistically, I think we need to win all three games against them if we want to bring ourselves back to. Uh, yeah, they have to really. really, and then we and then we play Ottawa three straight. So if you can get two wins from Montreal and then all three wins against Ottawa, then I'll be fine. The thing is, are are they doing three against Montreal then three against? Yeah, Ottawa? and then we play Winnipeg. I think at least twice. I think I they, can't remember. They need to win four of those. They need to win five. I think. 
I think they need to win four, and they need to be two two against each team mm-hmm. at least. Okay, yeah, okay. You know, I agree with that. But the thing I'm holding on to is last season we saw many times that <clears throat> um, whenever this team gets angry, whenever they're uh, in a bit of a losing streak or whatever, they respond usually with a game at home. I can think of three games. At home, three separate games at home where they go in and they absolutely just destroy the other team. There was a game against LA in their yeah. home opener where they won 8-2. Then after they choked a 5-1 lead against Washington uh, and lost in a shootout, they, the next game they played was like three days after that against Florida. They won 7-2. They scored five in the first period. And yeah. then obviously yeah. they were not doing so well near the end of the – or in the, in the month of February – got to Foley, uh, lost the first game with him, and then absolutely destroyed Boston 9-3. to That was one of the most fun games I think I've watched. <laughs> I remember you and I were texting right. each other that entire game because uh, you were at your girlfriend's house, I think, and you weren't w- – were you watching that game? Uh, Yeah. No. Oh, I wasn't watching it, but yeah. You, yeah, you watched the highlights. Just- but I'm yeah. texting you throughout the game. I'm like, holy moly, like, Troy Sketcher, three-point night. JT Miller's over a point per game. It's like I had the notifications on. I was jumping up still at every notification for the Canucks goal. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So I better see that tomorrow night. And if I don't see that tomorrow, like, I will take a 4-1 win. Or, like, you know, I'll take any win, r- realistically. Yeah, realistically, we'll take it. it unless we but... don't play good. If we don't. You already- what? Also consider that um, the fans. I think they definitely drive those those big home games. Yeah, that's true. And they're not going to have that tomorrow. They won't. But uh, you know, that's the thing. They uh, they didn't have that against Vegas, and they almost pulled it off when they when they were down. They came back yeah. strong. Uh, well, really, it was Thatcher Demko. De- Demko came back. Strong. The rest of the team played fine, but we know the reason why that series went to seven games. Yeah. And yeah, I, another reason why, uh, you know, I, we briefly mentioned him earlier. Um, the alien looks human. Yeah. We need him to, we need him to do something. He, he looks like a lost puppy. Listen, quite when, honestly. when your best player isn't performing at all, and I mean, at all, you can't expect to win games. He's actually actively hurting. He took what two penalties against Calgary? He got fined for what three point seven thousand, and then also flubbed open nets. And yeah, yeah. I, I think hopefully that fine though when he slashed Monet. Hopefully that was him just getting just getting to his breaking point and realizing like, okay, I got to step up here. And hopefully that was that was the peak. And he's ready to go tomorrow. I hope so. Because the thing is, um, I've been ranting about him, and Dominic's heard it. Yeah. Um, I just I know he'll be he'll return to form because it's Pedersen, and I, he's a heck of a player. He usually bounces back when he's not playing good. But the thing is, I can't really now that I say that I can't really think of like a particular stretch where he's playing bad. But you know. Not like I've uh, there's obviously been games where I haven't been impressed with him over the past two seasons, but a stretch like this, I think this might be the worst stretch of games I've seen him. And play. I think that's 
honestly impressive the fact that it's just four games but man yeah. like it's bad he's uh but he's a big t- he's a big game performer uh, uh he knows he said it uh, when he was asked about uh his slow start like he knows he's not playing good and he's frustrated and so tomorrow night um it's the home opener i'm hoping hoping that we see a rejuvenated pd I think we will. Also, when are they going to wear their uh, reverse retros? I'm still waiting. They might wait to see if they can get fans in for that. <laughs> yeah, It'd be great if they were tomorrow. I I don't I don't think they'll wear them tomorrow. But we have six straight home games, so we're probably going to see them once in the next like week or two weeks. Hopefully, let's hope that. Man, those things are beautiful. I want I want to see them in game. Wait, has any team even worn them yet? I don't think they have. No. I don't think yeah, so. there'll there'll only be a handful of games. I hope. Yeah, I, mean, I really hope they uh, somehow make those an alternate jersey because those are unreal. I doubt no, it. No, they but... they won't. But well, we'll see. Although the Canucks are doing bad. Yep. We got two teams who I've actually found quite impressive. Agreed. In the north. Agreed. Montreal and Toronto. Yep. Uh I was not impressed with Toronto to start at all, but no, they did not look good. Montreal got robbed of that season. Opener. Man, the the rest kind of jobbed them, and you're and you yeah, even you even admit them you even admit it. You know it's bad when I'm admitting it. The rest jobbed them. That was brutal. Montreal should have had that game. It was a quite honestly a dominant performance, I'd say, from them. Uh, I'd say they um, for sure outplayed the Leafs. Special teams was the difference. Yeah, really was. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the only Canadians game I've seen so far this year, and they looked really good. Um, and I'm hearing a lot of good things. They plowed Edmonton two games in a row. I watched the uh, the first time the the first game between those two, and it wasn't even close. Yeah, so I mean. Like you said earlier, you you don't think that it'll keep up, and I mean, I think it's a stretch that'll keep up too. But you look at a team. Like Vegas, and I'm not sure when I compare them to Vegas inaugural season. Everyone was waiting for them to slow down, and it just didn't. No, I, I didn't say it wouldn't keep up, but uh, I, I meant that you know, the with what am I trying to say with the goalies with their goalies almost putting up shutouts like almost every game, you know, like I'm pretty yeah. sure they two straight games against Edmonton, who have one of the best top sixes in the league, are arguably the best in the division. I'd say Toronto's the only one that has better. I think Toronto's a better top six, but obviously they have a top two players there. Yep. And they only allowed two goals in two games. And McDavid what got one point in those two games. So um I don't think Montreal I think Montreal's a good team. I think they Again, I, I I think they might make playoffs. It really depends. I think they will. Yeah, I think I think it's very likely. But again, it's just the start of the season. We can't get uh, ahead of ourselves, too ahead of ourselves. But uh, I really hope that tomorrow night they get stomped. And <laughs> but that's I don't think they will. That's the problem because I think they're gonna ride it's off that momentum. Tough. Yeah, I think they're gonna ride off that momentum. Yeah, I think uh, this isn't really the team. Although there's not very many teams Vancouver can play right now, I think this is definitely not the team that they want to be playing at the moment when they're trying to 
figure this gain, stuff out here. They're trying to gain momentum. And, you know, if, if you just swapped the three straight games against Ottawa and then three straight games against Montreal, I think it would be a lot better for Vancouver. But, man, uh, I'm really hoping... Uh, well, the, about Montreal, I, I honestly think that they seriously have a shot at making playoffs. They might finish top three. I don't know. They're so balanced up front. Like guys like Josh Anderson have really impressed me. Yeah. Um, and Nick Suzuki's been great. Nick Suzuki's turning out to be such a crazy player. Yeah, I think um, he's he's got first line center potential. I think he is their first line center right now, or he's certainly playing like it. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure Dino is still technically. However, uh, overall, I really like them, and I really like how they're playing, and I feel like they're going to keep this up for at least a while. Um, I don't know if they're going to stay this consistent because again, they lack star power, and that might bite them. But you know, you look at Vegas. Yeah, but the thing is, right? Is they had players who became stars that year, and I think it's it's going to be a similar thing with like Suzuki, where. Well, yes and no. I mean, William Carlson. That I mean, obviously that was a flash in the pan. That was a flash in the pan. He, I wouldn't consider him a star. Very good centerman, though. And same with March or so. I mean, those were probably yeah. their two best players. I wouldn't consider either of them stars. No, I wouldn't either. But at the same time, like they got a forty goal season from William Carlson. Yeah, that's it's so weird to think about, actually. <laughs> well, yeah, like he's a good player, but uh, forty three goals, I think it was. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. That's nuts. That was like, I'm pretty sure the only guys that had more were uh, Patrick Laine and was it Ovi? It must have been Ovi. Was it Ovi? It had to have been. Was it Crosby? Was it Crosby that year? No, nah, Crosby was 2017 because uh, Kucherov and Matthews were the guys right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, I think they definitely could keep it up, but I guess we'll have to see about that. Yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. Yep. They I think their game against Winnipeg yesterday, that three to one win, was probably I didn't watch the entire third period and it looked like Winnipeg really pushed back um in that third period, but those first two periods were the most impressive Leafs hockey I think I may have ever seen in my life. <laughs> just yeah. Um dominating. Wasn't even seriously. close. Uh and like I know uh, in fantasy, uh we uh, had a, a very quick trade about uh, what was it? Eichel and Marner for McDavid, and there's Eichel, Marner, and Dolly in for McDavid and Nylander. Right, no, but the first trade we made because I got McDavid and uh, oh. Nylander back. I think it was Point Nylander McDavid for uh, Besser, Landeskog, Eichel, and Marner. Yeah, man, Marner. <laughs> wow, he's been playing great. I I really did not like him in the first Ottawa game and the Montreal game, same with Matthews. But besides those two games, I I mean, I know they've only played two games since, but I thought they've looked great in both of them. Freddie looked great last night, which was great to see. Um, yeah. Because it was a little concerning how he was playing. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think if they keep playing like this, which is how I think they will, I think this is their base play when they're just playing their game. I think it took them a few games to get settled in, but I think this is their play. I think this is easily number one team in the division, to be honest. Let's be real. This division is theirs for the taking. It's it really just... is. It's, if they don't get number one, I would consider that a failure. Uh, yeah, but 
realistically, it's really if they get past the first round because they got to do that. They have if, to do that, as we talked like, about seriously. last time. But what what's happening with Marner right now is what I hope happens with Pedersen, where he has a uh, a really rough first few games and then comes back and just absolutely dominates because that's what he's been doing. He's been their best player on the ice, I'd have to say. Yep, I agree. Uh, he it, either him or uh, or uh, John Tavares. Oh yeah, been... him and him and Tavares are both tied for first in the league in points with a few others, aren't they? Yeah, I'll, I'll Eich, look it Eichel. up right now. There's, There's a lot. Yeah, it's a pretty big list. It's like Eichel, Tavares, Marner. There's Hall, Hall I think actually. Yeah, Jack Eichel, Taylor Hall, Jack Hughes, Thomas Hurdle, and Travis Konechny are the other ones. Yeah, but Tavares, I mean, he's looking great. Yeah, I, honestly, he might be their best players. It's between him and Marner, uh, obviously, and honestly, William Nylander as well. I've, he's been, he's looked good, so good. And if he keeps playing with John Tavares, and if they keep this up, uh, Nylander could probably have a really big year. So career year, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be hard to have a career year in the short season, but yeah, for sure. But you know, I I, I expect this team to to roll over some like some other teams but at the same time this division's a bloodbath like you never you really never know but man they look they they look unbeatable right now because of just how dominant they are and i think mm-hmm. that ottawa game kind of woke them up a little bit and yeah so they they got to keep that up they really do because they look so good matthews has only one goal in four games so they're they're doing it without his crazy scoring pace too which mm-hmm. I, honestly, I'm a little bit concerned that he only has one goal in four games. Don't be. I, I know it's not really a big deal. They're winning still. He's looking okay out there. Honestly, I've noticed him more in the defensive end than the offensive end. But That's honestly, you know what? I, I don't actually think that's a bad thing at all. Cause, uh, it's Marner, definitely not. Marner, Tavares, and Nylander have been driving the offense. And to have him play really well in his own end, that that's really good. It is, opinion. for sure. So... It's just odd seeing one goal in four games. It makes me think like, oh, it, I don't know. You can't help but think like, has the scoring talent just gone away all of a sudden? Because he's he's taking shots. They're just not going in. He's taking his signature shots that he takes every year, but they're just not going in. It's just well, it's a little bit concerning. You know, the, you know how the pucks had those little trackers in them? Yeah. Uh, players have been noticing that it affects how the I think it's it affects how the pucks move or something like that. Oh really? And yeah, and that's um uh, I gotta find the uh, exact thing because I believe the trackers will no longer be inside the pucks. Yeah, they'll 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 temporarily stop using pucks with tracking technology after concerns over their performance during the opening part of the season caused by an apparent issue during the manufacturing process. Hmm. So, yeah, and then there's a bunch of people say, oh, that's why the Canucks can't score. Oh, that's why the Oilers' power play hasn't been good. And like, But yeah. realistically, like, that could affect some players and why they're not doing well, but I honestly highly doubt it. Like, oh, boo-hoo, the puck, the puck is uh, moving slightly different, which, I mean, you know, I play hockey. When the puck's not bouncing your way, it sucks, but, and, and it's, you know, it's one of those nights, but I don't feel like it's one of those nights when it's, you know, four, four games in a row for guys like Pedersen and Matthews. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah uh, 
Yeah, I, I think Matthews is going to be just fine. Uh, he usually has a better start than uh, what he's doing now, but you know the the, the scoring touch will come. It will, and, and you know, same with Pedersen. And uh, I know there. I feel like there's another guy that I'm trying to think of that has had a slow start. But besides the point, you know, it's I've got no worries about Austin Matthews. He's a heck of a player. He's an he's he's an elite. He's a super, an elite superstar in the league, so I don't I don't see any issue. Yeah, with, uh, it's just a little bit start. odd to see. I guess is the word. It's just it's a little bit weird. Yeah, but with how much Marner and uh, Tavares and Nylander have been dominating, it's like well, you know, only so many people can just dominate at that level. So yeah, yeah, you, you know, I've, again, I've got no concerns. Well, yeah, I mean. I don't know. I, I I don't have concerns about his overall play. I'm just wondering where the goals are at. It's just I don't know. It's one of those things. First time haven't seen this haven't seen this little goals for him to sort of season. Like if you look back, four goals in his first game, first year. Second year I think he had like four four goals in four games it might have been. Third year I think he had seven goals in his first four games. So Jeez. Yeah, wow. it's just definitely, definitely different. But I do think he's gonna. He'll, the scoring will come, and he still looks good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, but overall, the Leafs in general, I've been really impressed with. Uh, Mikko Lennon made his debut yesterday, so he looks great. Okay, I was gonna ask you about him actually because I didn't get to really watch the game, but. Uh, yeah, he looks good, eh? I thought he was him or Riley looked like the best, the best forwards or sorry, defensemen. Out there. <laughs> is, he, yeah, is he right-handed or is he left-handed? In the rush, so much. Oh yeah, <laughs> Riley looks he... like Riley again. Oh, that's good because uh, you know I, I want seventy-two point Riley again. I want, I want that's that. He, he's been looking like that. He's been jumping up in the rush, making smart plays, pinching up good. when he could be. He's He's been looking like Riley again. I think Barry might have thrown him off a little bit last year. I don't doubt it. So, yeah, I've been really impressed with him and Lettinen. I thought they were the two best defensemen out there for sure. Is Miko Lettinen left-handed or right-handed? Uh, I believe he's. I believe he's left-handed, but plays the right side. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was wondering about I, that because. I I, I was pretty sure he was left-handed, but I was thinking if he played on a pair with Muzzin, then that's two pairs with. Lefties yeah. on the right. Yeah. They got a lot of a lot of left handed defensemen there. You guys are the new Vegas. They were running seven D men last night. Oh yeah, I heard about that. I actually didn't mind it. I think they could go with that again. Wow. Okay. I thought I, they were talking to the intermission about how just the excitement in the game wasn't there and I was just screaming at the TV, what are you talking about? This was one of the most exciting games I'd watched. Uh, for the Leafs, and I thought they looked really good, to be honest with you. I I didn't get to watch last night's game, but I watched uh, the first game of the season as well as the second game versus Ottawa, and I'll tell you one thing, night and day between those two games. I know, the, I know they won the first game, uh, but the second game against Ottawa, um, so their third game of the season, that yeah. was so good. And they got to continue that because if they do continue that, which I think they will, it, like I said, it's their division for the taking and they better 
go for at least a semi-deep run in the playoffs this year or else I, I don't know. Yeah. Because their stars are entering their prime soon and, you know, well, Tavares is already in his prime. and they I think they got to they gotta hurry it up here. They don't want to be that team that misses or will make it every year but never actually does anything like San Jose. Washington for Washington. the longest Washington time. Washington won one, though. San Jose is kind of exited. Oh, yeah. But, like, here. it took Washington forever, and that's the thing, right? Like, yeah. But, you know, San Jose – they they haven't yeah like like you said they haven't been able to really do anything once they make the playoffs they they've been making the or for the last you know last decade they made the conference finals a ton like what four 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 different times Chicago Vancouver St Louis St Louis again and Pitt they Pittsburgh oh yeah they went to the finals uh the first time they played after the did first they go to the finals series. did they go to the conference finals against St Louis twice. Yeah, 2016 or, and 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you think they make playoffs this year? I mean, it, it's a pretty weak division if you look at it. I think Vegas is a lock. Um, I think honestly, like, or Colorado's a lock, and St. Louis. St. Louis is very probably going to make it. They've looked a little concerning. To start the season so far, got blown out by Colorado. Although I think Colorado is arguably the best team in the league. I think they. I think uh, you know. Last year I had before the playoffs my Cup Finals prediction as Philly and Colorado. Uh, that's my Cup Finals prediction before this season, or you know, for this season. Yeah. Um, that'll obviously change come playoff time, depending on how those two teams play. But my pick to win the Cup, like I said, is Philly. But man. Uh, I think San Jose has a has a legitimate shot because that division is not very good. Besides, I think they could teams. definitely squeak into the number four spot. Although Minnesota, I think, is extremely underrated. Uh, uh, that's the thing. That Kirill Kaprizov guy, my wow. god, that guy is much watch TV or must watch TV. He's uh, <laughs> people are saying he's the best number 97 now, but man, he I picked I drafted him in fantasy because he's been hyped up to be a Calder candidate whenever he makes the NHL for the longest time. And so far, it's paying off for me four points in his first two games. But man, he's like, wow, I don't know if you saw uh, his I saw first his time winner, first goal. Well, that was his debut goal, right? Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if it was yeah. intentional. It kind of looked like a semi Kucherov type move, but I don't know if that was accidental or not. But yeah. still, just and Nashville's the other team. Nashville's not in that division. Wait, they're not? No, they're in the Central. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Them and uh, I was for, who's who am I thinking of? There's another team, uh, Arizona. Arizona, maybe. I don't see them though. I don't see I don't, them making it. I don't it. see them there, especially with OEL out three to four weeks in the shortened season. That's huge loss. Yep, I agree. Uh, um, and honestly, I, I I've never been sold on them, but yeah, I think it's really between Minnesota and uh, San Jose. But I think San Jose could could make it. I think it's going to go right down to the final five games of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think they take it. Honestly, I think they take number four. Wow. Barely, very barely. Like, see, I don't see them doing it in a regular in a regular year. If they were in the legit Pacific Division, they're not making it. I have Minnesota, but um, 
it could go either way. I just I think San Jose will take it. I have Minnesota because uh I just think you know Kaprizov I think is gonna have a heck of a year. I think he's gonna win the Calder. Uh but you know Yeah, he definitely could. I think a guy like Kevin Fiala, I know he's had a slow start. I think if he gets going, he, he's unstoppable when he gets going. I mean, last year he uh when the season got paused, he was the hottest player in the NHL. Like he was unstoppable and, and it carried over to the playoffs. So uh I, I think I'm he's that good. Not totally sold yet on him. I've always I I like him a lot and I think uh I think he'll continue that dominance from last year. It just hasn't uh, it just hasn't shown yet. Um yeah. Another reason I'm saying that is because I picked him up in fantasy, and I really hope that happens. But no, I, I I picked him up because I really like him, and I think he's a heck of a player. And he gave me nightmares in that first round because whenever he touched the puck, I felt like he was going to do something with it. Yeah, um, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, but man, like I think he's a heck of a player, and I think he's he has potential to be a top-end player. I, I wasn't sold on him before um, he uh, had that stretch. I actually never liked him when he was on Nashville. I I never liked how he played, but he came to Minnesota and then, uh, you know, he played decent for the first little bit. And then it was like the second half of the season, he just took off. But man, uh, and again, like when he, I don't watch the wild. I, I don't watch them at all. But when I found out we were playing them, I wasn't scared. But at the back of my uh, in the back of my mind, I was thinking like, oh, but Fiala's on this team. He was the hottest player in the league before, uh, you know, or when the season got yeah. paused. And I was like, I don't know if that'll carry over. He looked and I good. Saw him, and he didn't get points every night. I'm pretty sure he was still four, uh, he had four points in four games. But yeah, my goodness, he was so. Two. I'm pretty sure he had three. He might have had three. Yeah, it was. He... I, I remember one goal specifically where he just ripped it. I think it was bar down. He's dangerous, like dangerous when yeah. when he's going. Um, so, and I just think overall they're they're a bit better than San Jose. It's the goaltending that's a bit of a question mark for me, but uh, because you know Talbot and Staylock, I don't know. But overall, mm-hmm. I like them more. But San Jose definitely has a shot. I I really I, think that's just neck and neck. We'll it'll we'll really have to wait and see till the uh, final five games or so. Oh, for sure. Um, Carolina, they got their game postponed today. Yep. COVID. Jo- Jordan Martinuk, Tuevo Teravainen, uh Jordan Stahl. Yep. Warren Fogel, I think it was. Yeah, Fogel. And then I know Nashville has uh, Gramland as well. Oh, really? Yeah. I hadn't heard about that. So, geez, it's just. Well, the I'm thing is. This happening in Toronto or Vancouver. It's going to. Every team's going to have to deal with this. Like, you know, Vancouver yeah. dealt with it first few games of the season with Miller, right? Mm-hmm. Every team is going to have to deal with um, some of their players getting COVID. Um, at some point, it's going to happen. I, I assume every team in the league, um, and you know, if honestly, I think it's better that you know some of the teams got hit early. Yeah, I agree. So for Miller, obviously Miller and Ben were the only two Canucks who tested positive for COVID. 
so they didn't postpone their games. So at what point do they postpone games? Um, I'm pretty sure it's when a a player is for sure a positive, like tested positive, and then if it carries over to a few other players, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, so if it looks like it's spreading around, then they just they call it there. Yeah, because you know, because Jordy Ben and JT Miller, neither of them had actually had it. Yeah, oh, so, they oh yeah, they just had potential exposure to it. Yeah, because uh, I think it was someone in Jordy Ben's family or someone he knew in Vancouver uh, had it, and then uh, Miller was staying with Jordy Ben. So, you know, that's he's just a victim of circumstance. But yeah, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure I, I actually I'll, I'll look for an update here. Um, I, I can't remember, but but I, I'm almost positive that uh, one, at least one of those four players on Carolina or five players on Carolina has has COVID. So. I think no, I think all of them are confirmed, aren't they? I don't actually. You know, it's very possible. Or it's, yeah, honest, yeah I, I honestly don't know, but uh, that would make sense because, you know, it's it's five players instead of everyone, right? So another team in that division, Dallas, playing their first game this Friday, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. You know me, I like I like the Dallas Stars. They're, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love their coach too. Rick Bonus is such Rick a beauty. Bonus. Bonus. Man, but uh, I, I'm probably gonna watch it, depending if it's being aired on Sportsnet. But mm-hmm. uh, because you know, I I was rooting for them when the Canucks got out. Uh, You're rooting for them hard. You know, I'm a big fan of Jamie Ben. I always have been. But what's gonna hurt them is the fact that I think Bishop and Sagan won't be able to play since they're both injured. And honestly, I don't know if uh, uh, Tyler Sagan will ever return to form because he had serious injuries that he played he's, he's had a few serious ones now yeah I, I can't remember exactly what it was that he was playing through but it was crazy because everyone was ripping on him because he wasn't producing at all yeah it, it was pretty bad i think it was like like broken ribs or something it was something crazy it was yeah i'm pretty sure it was something to do with his ribs and then there was another thing that he was playing through so yeah was, i think he had like an, something in his knee too yeah that's what it was it was his knee and his ribs i think and first of all the ribs is is, you know, when you think of worst hockey injuries, you think, you know, if you have a broken leg or a broken ankle or, you know, something like that. Well, but, man, like playing through, like, cracked ribs or something, that is awful. And yeah, many, take body checks. Like... Yep, exactly. It's since hockey is such a physical game, like, it's – it's that that's got to be the one of the toughest ones, known to play through. I'd have to say, yeah, probably um, that – Broken, broken foot, probably. Eric Carlson. Carlson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it shows how tough hockey players are, though. Hey? Oh, for sure. Well, yeah, uh, everyone knows it, though. Speaking of injuries, Crawford got injured a lot. He's been just constantly injured the past few years. Announced his retirement the other day after signing a one-year deal with New Jersey. Man, I uh, that was a bit tough to hear, to be honest. I was ex- I was actually excited to to see him. On New Jersey, because I, I I do like them, yeah. but uh, you know he's he, we obviously had battles against him. Uh, actually, we only really had one uh, in 2011, but 
Yeah. Was... <laughs> he was, you know, for years, when you think of the best goalies in the league, you think of Carey Price, Jonathan Quick, Henrik Lundqvist, Braden Holpe. Yeah. And maybe like Tuka Rask. Yeah, um, for sure. Corey Crawford was always up there. Two cups, Conn Smythe trophy. Yep. Uh, like, yeah, he was a, he was a top-end goalie in the league for a while. And he was. I feel like he was always kind of overlooked uh, as one of the best. But he, he I, really I was. I he was the best, but he, he was right up there. Yeah, no, he wasn't the best, I don't think. But he was one of the best. I think he... He was a definite. He was definitely a top ten goalie. I think in the league. Oh yeah, for a while. Um, he has to be two cups and a con smite. That's impressive. Yeah, you like Jonathan he Quick won the did it too. Yeah, oh man, Jonathan Quick. We, it's gonna be a tough day when when that guy retires. He, he was so I'm fun not to ready watch. For that one. Yeah, you. I know you especially. Yeah, um, but you know Crawford. He, uh, you know, he had to battle with vertigo for a while. And a lot of concussions, I think, as well. I didn't think he was going to play this year anyway. but And so when I found out he signed with New Jersey, I was a little bit shocked. And then when yeah. I found he retired, I was like, oh, that sucks. It was kind of out of nowhere, too. Everyone just assumed, you're like, oh, okay, Crawford's coming to training camp here it is. And then he just didn't show up. Yeah. Um, so, you know what? I know – he will probably never hear this, but man, like good luck with retirement, Corey. Like what a, what a goalie he was like, seriously, one of the most truly overlooked goalies of the past decade, in my opinion, compared to so many, like, you know, he's just, he was overshadowed, I think, and overlooked, but he was so good. Absolutely. He was, if you look at Chicago, they, they started going downhill right when he got injured, really right when his bad Mm -hmm. injury started to come along. Yep. So uh, I I wish Corey Crawford the best of luck in ret- uh, in retirement because man it, it, it's 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 tough to battle that many injuries um, and I, I'm not surprised that he's not playing this year at all because and yeah. like yeah, vertigo is is awful to go through and I can't imagine yeah so like a back battled hard. That being said, though, that kind of opens a door for Mackenzie Blackwood. Oh, absolutely. See, I always liked him. I've always thought he, you know, has. He, I, for a while, I thought he's had crazy potential. And he's faced so many shots to start the season. I'm pretty sure he did last year as well when he played because the Devils' defense isn't great. But man, he faces so many shots and he, and he gets that team wins. He's, yeah, I've been just lost for words this season with him. He's been incredible to start of the season. I've got, I know I've brought up fantasy a lot, but I've, he's one of the goalies I have. I have him and Carter Hart, and he's been just – Blackwood has been giving me just tons of points. He got me like seven today. Then insane. Stopped, stopped 47 know. out of 50 tonight against the, uh, against the Rangers. Yeah, in an OT win, right? No, it was regulation. Regulate 50 shots against the regulation. That's crazy. Yep. He's a, you know, oh, what? Did you say something? No. no. Oh, sorry. It must have been uh, my mic echoing out of yours or something, or my voice. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I've, Blackwood's, 
he could be one of the better goalies in the league in a few years. I think he might already be, to be honest, but he's it's, not on a good team. Yeah, it's tough to say this early, but he's not on a good team. He, or like he, I think the Devils could be decent this year. It's their defense that I don't like. Mm-hmm. It, like I think their offense is okay, but like really, it's uh, it comes down to their top six and their goaltending if they want a shot at the playoffs. And both so far have been good. And they, it's got to keep up that way. But, man, I, like, I think Blackwood has been fantastic. I, I think they've been uh, pretty good so far. They Obviously, they started off just terrible last year. Honestly, the Blackhawks this year are looking a lot like New Jersey did last year. Just nothing going at all. Just doesn't even look like an NHL team, really. They, I don't know if they'll have a Detroit Red Wings or 2017 Avs type season, but they, I think, are finishing last. One of the worst teams in the salary cap era. Ooh, that's... I've seen people throwing that around. That's a little fast, but I could see it because they've got so many injuries at the moment, and it looks like a it looks like a lot of them won't be back for a while. I don't know about Taves, but I know Doc and Nylander won't be back for a while. Um, Doc's out for the season. Taves, I think, at least another three weeks, I think. Yeah. At very least. So, probably more. Taves might not even return this season. We'll see. And uh, they've got the worst goaltending tandem in the league, and it's not even close. Absolutely. Br- defense, too. Keith Seabrook's injured or unfit to play whatever i i like some of their demon i think adam boakvist is a is a heck of a player has a lot of potential but still young hasn't shown a whole lot yet yeah i don't mind connor murphy i think uh nikita zadorov's all right um yeah but yeah there's just this is the moment that a lot of people have been waiting for because they've been riding on their three cups in six years like their fan base yeah, been writing on that for years, and now they're just they're skyrocketing downwards, downward yeah. spiral for the Hawks, and it's going to continue, I think, for a while. But that being said, uh, th- their prospect pool is actually pretty good, and if they just have two to three more years of good drafting, they'll be good in no time. Because I think yeah. Doc's, I think Doc will be a first line center. Oh, for sure, and I think Kane could play very late into his 30s at a high level maybe even well he'll play till he's in his 40s we'll see but i think he's got a lot of years ahead of him still um at a high compete level so see i'm not one of those guys who uh you know a lot of people still think that you know crosby's the best player in the league i don't think he is but i'm not one of those guys who uh holds on to like veterans being top of the class when they've clearly fallen off. Like, I don't think OV is a top 10, maybe even top 20 player in the league anymore. Cause he's kind of one dimensional. Now he just kind of, he, all he really does is sit in the slot, fire pucks and they go in. Cause <laughs> that's all he really has to do now. Right. So, yeah, but Kane, I don't see him falling off a cliff anytime soon. And I still, I think his, obviously the contract um, is, it's steep. What is he getting paid? $10 million per season? Yeah, for a while still, I think. 
Yeah, I don't think and... he's bad though. I think he's still going to be their top player. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I want them to trade him. Trade him. I want him to go to another team and try and get a cup. Hmm. I would love to see Kane get the cup again. You know me. I, I'm obviously a Canadian. Um, so, but but I don't have anything against American hockey players, uh, depending on if they've scarred me in the past at the World Juniors or something. But uh, Patrick Kane, in my opinion, is one of is the greatest American hockey player of all time. And I final and I've said it. I think and he is the best, in my opinion. I've been holding on to the argument that Mike Medano is, or you know, maybe even Brett Hull. I think it's Patrick Kane. I think so too. I think I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. He's he's great, and I think it's unfortunate that he has to play on a team that's that bad. Because. It sucks. It sucks to see he's one of my favorite players. So. And I, I think it's really funny that the Hawks went from, in my opinion, one of the best goaltending tandems uh, last season to oh, one of the Warner worst. and Crawford? Yeah, because yeah. I know they, they didn't put up great numbers. or I'm pretty sure that they actually put up pretty decent numbers, but they played with Chicago. You're not expecting them to you know, put up great numbers with that, with that team in front of them. You just want them to you know, hold the fort. In, in some way, you know, have their defense not be parking cones and, you know, in the defensive end. But, you know, that's, that's how rebuilds go. You, you're yeah. going to, you, you may have a good, like, look at Vancouver. Um, 2015, they had a heck of a year. They finished second in the division. It surprised a lot of people, including myself. I didn't think we we're going to make the playoffs that year. Redeem Verbata really helped. Same with Eddie Lack and Ryan Miller. But the very next season, we sucked. <laughs> we sucked. Yeah. What were we, third last in the NHL? Like, something pretty bad, man. Imagine if the, imagine if the Canucks drafted uh, Austin Matthews. <laughs> that would have been nuts. Well, like, or or even like Line A. Cause I, I, That's when they drafted. Ole Olevi. You, yeah. <laughs> or but, Matthew Kachuk. Uh, or Dubois, but he didn't. Uh, Dubois. Ended up Columbus took him high. The thing is, right, is that's who I thought the Canucks were gonna take. And I thought he was gonna be available at number five. And then Columbus out of nowhere picked him at three, and I was like, huh? Yeah. And then literally when the Oilers took Pooley RV, I knew it was like, oh, they're gonna choose you, Levy. They're gonna choose and I didn't want them to. I didn't want them to. I wanted them to choose either Kachuk. Or who was the other one? I think it was Sergachev who was the other guy I wanted them to take. Yeah, I think it was. And and then I hear from the London Knights, and I'm like, oh my god, are they going to take a Chuck? And then they said, you Levy. I'm pretty sure out loud, I I was not very happy. We'll put it that way. We'll put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. Not not great drafting there, but hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna look at that instead of uh, 2015 and 17 and 18 when we drafted three cornerstones, but you know. <laughs> I'm just Don't forget about that one. Oh, no. Bro, we don't forget about 2016. We don't. I don't know. Who else did we even draft that year? That was, that was a bad year for drafting, I think. I think the only other player I remember is William Lockwood. So, who? 
we don't. Yeah. The 2016 draft that was a dark one, but uh, back to Chicago. I uh, just briefly. I just I just don't see them uh, being. I don't see them being even remotely decent for a while. Personally, yeah, I think another four, four or five years till they're competitive. They got, they got, they just got to draft well. They got, they got to pull a Vancouver. That's it. Yeah, draft well. Um, all right. I think we should do hot takes, and then uh, we'll give our predictions on the Mass Mutual East Division. Let's do that first. Let's let's give the prediction. Do that first. Yeah, and we'll, right. we'll try to not do it as as uh. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. long did that take? Like what? Forty it was, it was, minutes. It was a chunk. It was a chunk. <laughs> it was a big chunk. So this won't be an hour and forty minute episode. It'll it'll be just over an hour. So, uh, yeah. Um, the mass, two years first. The Mass Mutual East Division. All right. So I have Philly winning the division. In my opinion, that's. Uh, I think they're gonna be the best team in the league this year. It's either gonna be them or Colorado. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. And then it's kind of uh, anyone's game after that, I think. Uh, I, I think it'll probably be Boston at number two. But again, because I see, I want them to fall off so badly, but I don't know when it's going to happen. I, yeah, no really idea. Could be any time. Could be this year. Could be next. Could be three years from now. Everyone thought they had already fallen off back in like 2016, and I know they made the playoffs next year. Uh, but they got beat by Ottawa in six. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, finally. We know what happened after that. The Boston decline. And then all of a sudden, they became a powerhouse again, and everyone was so confused. Yeah, I'm not sure, honestly. I mean, they got McAvoy coming in, but that's about it. McAvoy was – McAvoy is so good. So yeah, good. Very underrated. Um, yeah, just compared to other guys, like, you know, all the, guy, all the guys that are super hyped up, like McCarr and Hughes and – Haskin and Dully and, and uh, McAvoy's kind of under the radar compared to a lot of those guys. He's right up there with them. Oh, for honest. sure. I think he might be better than like 75% of the guys I just mentioned. Yeah. Um, anyways, um, third place I'd have Washington just because I like they're a team full of grandpas now, but I, I still think they're, you know. Yeah. I don't think they'll win a cup, but I think they're a good team still. Um, and then four, this is the final playoff spot. And the uh, teams I've got left are the Devils, Islanders, Penguins, Rangers, and Sabres. And uh, who do you think I have? Taking I'm going to guess. Fourth and final spot. I'm going to guess the Rangers. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's a terrible guess. Of course, they don't have the Rangers. <laughs> I know. I I know you're big on the Rangers. So no, I, I was last year. I thought they were going to make a lot of noise last year, and uh, they didn't. So, but they, I'm not so. I'm not big on them this year. I never. I, I never said I was. I, I I think Lafreniere should be pretty good. He's had a slow start though. Yeah, Kaka too. I have the. New York Islanders. Okay, I mean that's that was the most sensible choice in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll tell you I'll tell you why. Um, just compared to the other teams, um, New Jersey. Uh, I like them. I seriously do. I 
they're not going to contend with what five of the eight teams in this division, though. In my opinion, uh, Pittsburgh. In this division, they don't make it. I, I just, I don't see it. And their goaltending is a huge question mark. I liked Jari a lot last year. Um, but, man, he's sucked so far. And I know we're, he's only played two games. But I, if he bounces back, then they might make playoffs. But their defense is so bad. They've got Latang, They've got Dumoulin. they got Marino. And I like all three of those guys. And then they've got Mike Matheson. Cody Cece and I think Chad Ruedel, and I don't like any of those three. So yeah, they've got three guys I like a lot, or Latang not so much, but I'm not a big Latang fan. But I used to like Latang a lot, and then Marino and Dumoulin, I I really I like. I really like Marino and Dumoulin. Uh, and then they got Mike Matheson, who is who Canucks Twitter ruined his career, um, <laughs> like literally, like. When when he, it's yeah, it's it's kind of funny. Like I feel bad, but I don't because you know. First of all, you're a professional athlete. You're you're a celebrity, pretty much. You're gonna get a lot of a lot of heat, a lot of hate from you know social media. It's just how it is now. Um, also, don't throw a guy down like you're a wrestler. Yeah, in an I NHL mean- game. Yeah, it, was it, a, was, it was a weird hit. We'll call it a weird hit. Weird's a funny enough. It's a weird way to put it. To be honest, well, we'll leave it at a weird hit. It was a, it was a dirty play. He picked it, him it up a, and threw him. It wasn't a good play. It wasn't a good look. And, and then they got Cody Cece. Yeah, they got the two worst defensemen in the NHL. Uh, two of the three. Who's the third? New York Rangers, in my opinion, have the worst defenseman in the NHL, and that's Jack Johnson. Which Pittsburgh had last year. So. <laughs> exactly. They uh, they basically were like, oh, uh, so we couldn't beat a tw- the uh, 24th seed team. Or was it the 21st seed? Who finished better last year? Was it Montreal? No, Montreal was 24, I'm pretty sure. Okay. So they lost to the 24th seed. They had the worst defenseman in the league, and they thought to themselves, why don't we swap the worst defenseman in the league for the second and third worst defenseman in, in the league? Yeah, I don't know what uh, Jr. is doing over there in uh, Pittsburgh, but it's not working. It's not yep, working. and then the Rangers. It's there's such a question mark because I seriously think they have potential to contend for a playoff spot, but there's so, so many ifs. Do you have the Rangers at five or six? Uh, I've got them at seven. At seven. Yeah. I have the actually no I you know what I actually have them at eight. Wow, I have them at eight. I've got New Jersey at seven, but I think seven, six, five, and four won't be separated by a lot of points. I've got New Jersey at seven, Buffalo at six, and Pittsburgh at five. Okay, and I don't know what it is, but I really like Buffalo. I love Buffalo. I really we like. We all love Buffalo. Me, you, our friend Tyler. Wait, What's up, we're Tyler? big Buffalo fans. We're big well, Buffalo fans. I just like them as I. I like their team. I think that that duo of Eichel and Hall is going to tear up the league. They're already tearing they already up the are. league. 
Um, I think Olafson's a good player, and I think he should be on that line, or Jeff Skinner should be on that line, or Sam Reinhardt, not Tage Thompson. Get yeah, him off that, that line. That, that puzzles me a little bit, but um, that. But you know, they got Dylan Cousins, who, if you know me, I love him. I think well, that guy is going to be well. a stud. Um, they've got John Jason Paterka coming up, uh, probably next season or the season after that, and he just had an unbelievable World Juniors. And their goaltending struggles—they got Pekalainen. in. That's the only thing. Uh, that. Holds them back this year because I don't think their defense is even that bad. I know I they're Risto, all around good team. I know that Risto isn't um, the, he's hated on too much. He, I don't think he's the the advanced stat nerd's favorite guy uh, in the league. And he, I think he's not that great defensively. I think he would flourish on any other team defensively. I think he'd be so much better offensively. I like him, Dalene. I'm not sold on him this year. Uh, I'm not really sold on him. You know, being a guy uh, like, you know, Hughes or McCarr level dominant until maybe one or two years from now. But I, I said Hughes was going to be better. <laughs> Called it immediately. You did. But I, it, it's it's early in their careers. But I think Darlene's a, good, a, a great D-man. I think Montour's good. Who am I missing? Um, do they still have Colin Miller? I think they do. Yeah. Yeah, Miller. Like, they've got a good defensive core. I think their offense is so underrated. The one thing that holds them back is their goaltending, which I don't like at all. And they'll have Pe- Uka Pekalainen. Uka Pekalukinen. 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 UPL. It. Just call him UPL. <laughs> UPL. He's going to be coming in probably... Next season, I'm guessing. Ne- next season, I think he might get a role with the team. Kind of a Demko role, I would think. Obviously, goalies are voodoo. You never know, but... Um, I don't know if he's going to come in and be like a Carter Hart or a Mackenzie Blackwood, but I think he should come in and uh, realistically, if they trade for a goalie, they contend for a spot. That's what I think. Seriously. Yeah. I, I love their I offense. Even without it, I think they could make a run for it. <sighs> they, they might, but I just don't like that goaltending scares me. Olmark could be good. Like, he's shown potential. <sighs> I don't mind Olmark, but he's not great and i don't like carter hutton like all they like gotta him. do is trade for a goalie and they could be in they could all they mark could. reminds me of markstrom just before he broke out okay that's actually yeah honestly yeah he reminds okay. me of like 20 2018 markstrom hmm. okay okay i don't know what it is i just i feel like all mark is on the verge of just being a great goalie. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I guess just from how I see him play, it just seems like he he's there, but he's not. If that makes any sense, like it it seems like he's there, but it's just not showing. Okay. Yeah. Um, so kind of like um, Demko last year for me. In a yeah. Way. Uh, yeah. Because I kept telling you, it's like I know you were in Salon last year. I'm like, dude, trust me. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I've seen it live where it's like, holy, like he completely stole that. And funny enough, one of them was against Buffalo. Yeah, I was just thinking that actually. <laughs> but yeah, um, Buffalo gets a goalie. They make a run for it. Seriously. All right. So Buffalo at seven, you said, right? Uh, six. six. I don't I don't right. think 
the bad teams or the the bottom end teams in that division are going to actually be bad though. Like realistically, like I have New York at eight. I don't think they're a really bad team at, at, by any means, but I don't think they're as good as uh. It's just a tight division, really. Yeah, and, and the reason why I have New York at eight is because they've got way too many ifs. And but as for a team like New Jersey, I think Blackwood's a stud, and I think that their offense is pretty good. Obviously, I think I think New York's offense and D, uh, their defense is really bad. Actually, I, I don't know who I'd give the edge to on defense. Um, their goaltending is such a question mark, and they've got way too many question marks that I don't know really what to think of them. That's why I'm putting them at eight. It's not that I necessarily think the worst. They've got so many question marks. That's why I have them that low. They could easily be like fourth or fifth, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. All right. Up to you, uh, or uh, you're up next, buddy. All right, so, I mean, we, we've covered all the teams pretty briefly there, so I'm just going to throw yep. my teams out. Far uh, away. Philadelphia at one. I Obviously. The best team. I just I think they are the best team in that division. At at number two, I got Washington. Uh, yep. Oh, okay. I have them at three. I think they're hungry for another cup. I think Ovechkin sure. wants one more. Maybe. Um, after it sounds like they've messed around a lot the past few for past few years. Um, Samsonov's oh, looked pretty good. Verona the, looks great. I like Verona, but the one thing I forgot to mention, um, you know, I don't know about Samsonov. I think he's good, but is he ready to become like a really good starter? I don't I think know. He is. I think he very well could, but no, anyways, carry on. All right, at at number three. Okay, so. I got the Islanders. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, you know what? You guys can call me crazy now. All right. Oh, but my. I, I know where everyone, this is going. <laughs> I want everyone listening to this to remember this in May. At number four, I got the New Jersey Devils. What the? What? Yeah. Okay. I was expecting Buffalo right there. Nope. Uh, Wow. You think Mackenzie Blackwood is just going to go crazy or something? I re- okay, here's the thing. I really think it could be Buffalo or New Jersey. I'm going to go with New Jersey solely just based off the start of the season. But you're, I think it could be either of them. You're saying that they're going to be better than Pittsburgh and Boston? I think this is where Boston falls off. Whoa. I think Krejci, he's just getting injured and old constantly. Uh, Bergeron's only getting older. Still a great player, but he's only getting older. Pasternak's missing a decent chunk of a shortened season. Should be back by February, I believe. That's still just a pretty decent chunk of a 56-game season. Okay, okay. Marchand's still good. Losing Chara, I think, is bigger than most oh, people realize. I've, I've yes. talked to some Bruins fans, and they're just saying, what's going on? Like, McAvoy's all we got on defense. Yeah, because they lost Krug as well. I yep. forgot their defense took a massive blow. They don't got much back there, man. They don't got much. They got Carlo, who's pretty good. And they got McAvoy, who's really good. And Grizzly. Then, Gr- yeah, Grizzly's pretty good. Um, oh. Yeah, honestly, I forgot about that. Um, they don't have much offensive depth, really. Like, good, good players. It's the system they play that makes them good, but you need, I don't yeah, know. They're, I think this would fall off. They're kind of like the Islanders. That's the, I'm actually I'm looking at their team on paper right now, and I'm not impressed. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm also questioning if Rask's heart is still in the game. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like he's con- he's contemplating retirement or a trade, mm-hmm. or I'm just I'm not sold on Boston. I think this could be where they fall off. The the other thing about New Jersey is um uh I will probably we'll we'll go more into this I think next episode depending if he keeps this up. But uh, if Jack Hughes keeps playing like he is right now, yeah. then, wow. Um, that's, tonight that's he, he, he had a three point nine against the Rangers tonight. Uh two goals and one assist, but he's got six points in three games, two goals, four assists. Absolutely tearing it up right now. That's the uh, thing about New Jersey. I think we're going to forget last year, and Jack Hughes is going to be like one of those top players in the league with everyone else, like Elias Pettersson, Matthews, all of them. I think he's going to be a top player. Well, the thing is, last year I had New Jersey in a wild card spot before yeah, the so season started. Because I thought a guy like Hughes was going to be a difference maker right away. I, I I really like him. I always have. And I know there might be some bias there because I'm a big Quinn Hughes fan. Literally put Quinn Hughes at forward. You got Jack Hughes, basically. They play so similarly. I'd, but, I'd agree with that for sure. But, man, I, I, I like I, honestly, I don't even hate that pick if I'm being completely honest with you. Because again, this division's much like the Canadian division. It, it's going to be a lot, um, a lot more of a bloodbath in terms of certain teams trying to make it in than I think a lot of people are, uh, yeah, thinking. Because you know, like even a team like Buffalo can squeak in. A team like like I think it's anyone's game in this division for the final like for the final playoff spot. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. Oh yeah, so. number four for sure. Um, yeah, I think Buffalo could be there. Really depends on the goaltending. I'm just going off how the season started. That's why I'm putting New Jersey there. I think it'll be one of those two for sure. Uh, number five, I have Pittsburgh. Or Okay. Yeah, number five, I have Pittsburgh. And then I'm going to go into why I have them at number five. Another kind of crazy idea I got. You guys might call me crazy for this, but we'll go into that in the hot takes. Uh, number six, I got Boston. Like I said, I think this is their time. I think it's, I think it's kind of done. But okay. well, by the way, sorry, New Jersey, Buffalo, four or five. I think like they're four and five. I just don't know which order. Okay. So and then Pittsburgh at six, Boston at seven, and then the Rangers at eight. Bold. The Rangers Bold. don't impress me. I got to be honest. I like Panarin a lot, and. Uh... He had another big game today. I think Adam Fox is great. I think Zibanejad's not going to have the kind of season he, he did last year. Yeah. Um, their defense is so bad. Yep, I agree. And I don't think I don't even think a guy like Tony D'Angelo is going to do what he did last year. Truba's not good defensively. He's brutal. He's not that bad, but he's not like a, I don't think he's a liability. But he's not like that's that's not the best part of his game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't like his defensive game. But, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Pittsburgh, I have a hot take for them. All right, so this is your hot. Let's jump to the hot takes here. Let's hear it. I think think they miss. They they don't do well this year. The first year that Crosby's not going to make the playoffs. And I think Malkin gets traded. Wow. Wow, you yeah. think Malkin's getting? I think Malkin's going. I think Pittsburgh misses and Malkin goes. They, I think Jr. gets fired. They sell the farm. All right. Well, that's. I think firing Jr. would 
is is overdue. I think they. Oh, it's far overdue. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I. I could see it happening. The Malkin being traded part. That's kind of crazy, though. Wow. <laughs> I think so. There's been rumors for a couple summers now. That's true. So. I mean, we'll see. What about yours? Let's hear it. So your your hot take last time was Canucks related. Mine wasn't. I don't believe. Um, mine now is. This is this is kind of a, a longer one. So I think the Canucks keep this poor play up for at least a little bit. Someone gets fired, and I'm gonna guess it's Jim Benning. Whoever the new GM is. Trades for a top six forward, like a decent top six forward. I don't know who that would be. Or no, a good top six forward. I don't know who that would be. And I don't know what we would give up for him. And then, obviously, he'd have to quarantine for two weeks, which would suck. But while he's quarantining, we start picking up a little bit of momentum. We're still not doing great. Once that guy comes in, all of a sudden, we we start being playing much better. We make the playoffs. Boom. That's it. Oh, intricate. <laughs> it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a weird one, but I don't know. There's something I've had an itch for a while where I feel like if the Canucks are gonna get a new GM soon, it's gonna be Nasland, and I I don't know what it is. He just seems like the kind of guy who would be a good GM. I I, I don't know why, but I don't, I, don't, I don't know if he'd actually, you know, I don't know if he's actually ever gonna work in the league. But I feel like if Ben if Benning gets fired and someone comes in. That guy is going to want to make an impact. He's going to want to make an impact immediately. And trading for a good top six forward, much like the Foley last year, the the only thing that would hurt about that is they're probably gonna, they're going to definitely have to give up another good prospect. Yeah, who would that be though? Like, would it be a guy like Hoaglander? Which I hope to God it's not because I love him. Yeah. Would it be Pod Colson? Which again, hope to God it's not, because I love how he plays. He's exactly what we need. Or Maybe Jet if he Wu doesn't do I mean, that. Well, Jet Wu doesn't. I don't think he's got a ton of value. He's going down. His value's going down by the day. But yeah. But if it's not a forward that he trades for, it'll be. It'll at least be someone that helps this team a lot. And. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's uh, this. It may sound stupid, and I totally understand if it does. But I've got a weird feeling where it's, if Vancouver keeps this up, someone's gonna get fired because we had expectations going into this year for, for the most part. I know a lot of people thought we, uh, the, the Canucks took a step back, but they certainly that they didn't think so, or they don't think so. Someone's gonna get the axe, and I don't think it's Travis Green. Um. Uh, it will be Jim Benning if anyone gets the axe. And yep. then the new guy they bring in, it'll be probably an interim GM or something. He's going to want to make sure that he keeps that GM job and make sure that there's not an interim label on it and he helps them get better. So, honestly, you might as well try and trade like Sutter to Pittsburgh for like an elite prospect. Because Jim, Jim Rutherford would probably love that because he's done a lot of that recently. Hey, it's worth a shot. <laughs> you might as well. You might as well, right? So, if I'm if even I'm Jim Benning right now, I'm I'm saying go for it now. I don't care. Just uh, hey 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 Jr. Uh, 
You want uh, Antoine Roussel and Brandon Sutter for uh, Pierre Oliver Joseph and a first-round pick? Go for it. <laughs> Seriously, try it. Try it, honestly. Well, yeah, I think that uh, that about does it. That does. That's kind of a weird way to end it, to be honest. It is a weird way to end it. <laughs> but once you know, I don't. You know, hopefully, more interesting things happen in the next, you know, week or so happens. So, you know, we we can have a little bit more to talk about. Yeah, because obviously, you know. There's always stuff to talk about in hockey, though, let's be honest. Yeah, but, you know, this week wasn't the most, like, action-packed week. Obviously, it's exciting. Hockey's yeah. back. Everyone's excited. Obviously, the only real things that we talked about today were the Canucks being bad, Pedersen being bad, the Leafs, whatnot. I feel like, you know, once uh, more exciting stuff happens, the more exciting our podcast gets. So, you'll just have to All right, so... We'll be trying to aim for an episode on Friday night, correct? I believe so. Friday, Saturday, or at some sometime during the weekend. <laughs> yeah, and we'll try to stay consistent on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, yeah. So we'll we'll for sure put out episodes on Tuesdays, and then maybe one or one episode uh, that same week, whenever it is. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's that's the plan going forward. All right. Also, um, I don't know if it'll be next episode or the following. We'll bring in we'll bring in a guest. Ooh, possibly that. Possibly this next one. We'll see. We got we'll a couple see. in mind. We got a couple in mind. Oh, we do. Oh, Anyways, we... thank you all for listening, and we'll see.